Are you the quantum mechanics? Yes, we are the quantum mechanics. And uh, here is another one of our bonus episodes. We did get into a weird naming convention last time, but whether we were debating whether it was the last one was our first, our second, or would make this one our second or third. So we're not even going to go there, don't you think? Welcome to our third bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, let's not that. bother with that. Oh, yeah, let's not bother with that. So in uh, in this one, um, basically we've had such a great response to a number of our um, podcasts uh, from various people on social media. So uh, we're probably going to jump around a few episodes that we've done previously. I think it's because we get new listeners all the time. They're catching up on stuff, which is great. Um, so yeah, if you, if you're, if you'd listen to one episode, please go back and listen to others. So, well, let's start with more, one of the more recent ones. Um, we did an episode, uh, called Weird Science, which was about some of the, it wasn't so much paranormal. It was about some of the stranger experiments that were out there. And, uh, this is more a generic message, but it was on the back, off the back of the Weird Science one, um, it's from somebody who's been interacting with us a lot, and we're really grateful for that. It's from Donna Frasca, uh, who on Facebook, on the Weird Science episode, posted, I've been enjoying these podcasts. I just leave my phone on and go about my business in the house. Thank you for posting them. Which oh. I thought, really sweet, right? Well, thanks, Donna. That's really good. Um, I want to get on to time travel. So we did an episode uh, about... Could time travel really exist? Could it be more than science fiction? Not in the uh, kind of everyday scientific way, but in the more going back in time, back to the future way. And we discussed uh, something at the end called the London Hammer, which mm. we uh, we basically Couldn't touch. Yeah, really. The London Hammer. Um, if you've not heard the episode, go back and listen to it. It's a good one. But the London Hammer is a a hammer, a mining hammer from the 1900s that was found encased in 400 million year old rock. Um, uh, and there was some scientific explanation that it could have been uh, the rock had melted around it and reformed in kind of more modern times. Hence, this weird phenomenon of how this thing got trapped in 400 million year old rock. But uh, we mentioned a study that was done last year which seemed to disprove that theory and said, no, it has been forming for hundreds of millions of years. Um, but our friend uh, Nick Green, who is great, he keeps us on our toes, we've, he's, we've spoke about it before, uh, on Facebook posted saying, uh, you asked for possible explanations of the London Hammer, which currently seems to be used by creationists to prove something about Noah. Uh, I'm not quite sure how it could be used to, by creationists to prove it. Uh, he put links to articles which basically had the thing about the rock reforming around the hammer at a later stage. Oh, yeah. Um, he said, one thing to remember is that creationist Karl B B Barg, Barg has had, had it as the star of his creation evidence museum, has re repeatedly refused to allow it to be independently tested or dated. So details of the test last year would be really interesting. Uh, Bow is considered a fraud even by creationists, which I, which as I responded wow. to, yeah, I said that's quite an achievement, really. Um, so yeah, oh, I'm so sad about that. If it, if yeah, I was I was clinging on 
to the London Hammer as a genuine bizarre artifact that couldn't be explained but uh according to the couple of bits that um nick sent us it does it does feel like it could be just a natural process as we uh we kind of alluded to in the episode before it was retested uh, well never mind i mean it might still be real it might and to be honest i was thinking about it even if it isn't some kind of evidence of time travel or paranormal if it is a natural phenomenon it's still such a rare occurrence for that thing to occur that you know the rock would melt around it and reform that um whether it's paranormal proof of time travel or not it's still an amazing artifact whichever way you look at it or however it's being used yeah yeah it's still it's still an incredibly interesting thing Although I'm still trying to get my head around how a creationist could use it to prove something about Noah. I've been, uh, I've been racking my brains to see how that could work. That Noah I don't was, know. Because they I don't mean, even believe in like that far back. And No, I think they believe it's like 6,000 years old or something. Yeah, maybe. Okay, well... Anyway, uh, the other thing we mentioned in that time travel episode, we showed some... Um, photos and artwork there was a photo of marilyn monroe which you can see uh on our facebook album to this episode which we'll put links to in the episode titles um and we talked about an artist called flora borsi who's a bit obsessed with time travel and had done various pictures of her uh in time with technology and posted selfies of herself with historical figures and stuff really interesting work so um but she liked our post about the time travel episode so Oh. Uh, which we again i thought was very sweet so um thank yeah. you flora for that and we do we really love your art and uh we'll put a link to your website again in the description of this so people should go and check out her work because it is it's really interesting and it's really amazing black eyed kids let's talk a little my bit favorite about your favorite so uh on our last bonus episode bonus episode two or bonus episode one um <laughs> depending on your point of view uh we talked uh we mentioned a post by Anne Half Bynaker who was saying she was a bit of a kind of uh researcher into the black eyed kids and gave us some information yeah. um she listened to the bonus episode and got back in touch with us which is great she said i've just listened to the podcast and it was great as for the white eyed kids cuz we we briefly mentioned them off the back of what she said I've read two separate accounts of them and both mention that the BEKs seemed fearful of them and the white-eyed child spoke to a man saying you won't have to worry about them ever again. Um, If you're doing a lot of your own research, please be careful. There's some evidence that points to researching them can call them to you. I know I personally have not had a BEK encounter. However, when I'm deep into researching, a lot of odd things have happened, so be aware. Well, I'm I'm torn because <clears throat> I really would, like I've said, I'd really like to see one. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, they are terrifying. But I, I, I still think that the white-eyed kids are more terrifying. Yeah, I mean, into again, back to our kind of idea of a movie script. There's definitely a movie script around the kind of warring factions within the Eyed Kids community. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 quite bizarre. If if there are any um, black-eyed kids or white-eyed kids or 
representatives of either listening. I want to make representatives. <laughs> what their PR? Their PR, their marketing agency. Who knows? <laughs> okay. If, if they're listening, I just want to make it clear that Ben is the one who said he'd quite like to meet one, and not Peter because Peter doesn't want to meet one. I don't want any confusion. I don't want them ringing the bell and going, oh, God, we got the wrong house. We thought you were Ben. <laughs> I've got a knocker anyway. I'm, I'm sure you have. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> um, we did uh, an episode a while ago now um, called Vardiga and the Banshees, which was about uh, premonitions, uh, strange things that happen that uh, are premonitions. And we talked about Jots, just one of those things which um and in that episode we said that me and you should jot down jot down any time we had something that felt like a premonition or a jot mm. and i have one this week oh so this week i uh i had a dream i had a dream that my wife ran off with mick jagger okay and there was a bit of the dream where I was kind of pressed against the window and she was flirting and laughing with Mick Jagger and I was sat on the outside like a like a poor man's Brian Ferry, basically, <laughs> looking <laughs> looking in. <laughs> Big modern cultural reference. Like a, yeah, like a Stormzy. Um, I was looking in like and watching her with Mick Jagger. And then I got up the next morning and walked into the kitchen. And my wife's there, and she's got this old Mick Jagger T-shirt with a picture of him in the 60s. Really cool T-shirt. She's not worn it for, like, well over a year. And she was in the kitchen with the Mick Jagger T-shirt on when I got up after my dream. That's that's weird. So... I mean, I kept thinking it could have been worse. She hadn't run off with Mick Jagger but she was wearing a Mick Jagger T-shirt, which I thought was quite strange. It could definitely be worse. I mean, I'd feel bad for her because presumably he needs helping up and down all the stairs. <laughs> well, She'd have to no buy a disabled there, car. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, no, that is, that is quite weird. It's quite weird because it... she's not worn it for ages. So that's what made it really strange. And it was in the middle of the night. So it wasn't like I'd woken up and seen her putting it on or anything like that and she just dug it out because she hadn't worn it for ages oh so, so she didn't wear it to bed she... no 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 she woke oh. up in the morning she dug it out and you know she <laughs> but it, again like a typical jot story i kind of told her this and she kind of went eh. you know it wasn't like uh, yeah. oh my god she just went eh. um but i'll tell you what it made me think of actually um, she's she's also deleted all the text messages from Mick on yeah, her phone as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. She went, it's not Mick Jagger, it's Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mick Hucknall. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, sorry, you made me shiver even more. <laughs> um, but it did make, on a slightly serious note, it did make me think about something that Daz Smith said when we did our amazing interview with him and if you I, I mean there's a lot in the Daz Smith one we'll probably do another bonus episode on that because we're getting a lot of great feedback about that anyway and there's too much to cover in here but do you remember oh, when, when, I, I know what you're going to say he he said that when I drew out Fuji I was remote viewing your feedback yeah 
And ah. I wondered, it just made me think, I wonder if I've done that. I somehow in a dream state had had kind of, again, back to time travel, slightly travelled in time, saw that my wife was going to wear that T-shirt and it had got then got incorporated into my dream that was hours before it actually happened, which is quite a weird idea. I mean, it might just be a complete coincidence, but um, it did make me think about no, what Dad one, said. And we we didn't really... Well, two things. We obviously we didn't we hadn't really done our stuff into remote viewing when we did the Vardiger and the Banshees episode. So we didn't really think about some kind of remote viewing type experience being part of what Jots are about. No. Um, and and it and it reminded me as well. We didn't really in our time travel episode, even though we'd done some remote viewing stuff, really make the connection about traveling through space and time as you do with remote viewing. So effectively, not only could you argue that time travel does exist through remote viewing, if you believe, Mm. we've actually done an interview with a time traveller, as in Daz Smith. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a thought. There you go. That'll kind of blow your mind, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, I, I like that. But you're making me worry now because... I can't remember. I think it was Tuesday night. I dreamt I was having an affair with Hillary Clinton and I had to keep it secret from Bill. <laughs> so I don't think Bill would have cared, would he? No, maybe not. No. It was very weird, though. Well, I had another weird dream, actually. The, the night after my wife ran off with Mick Jagger, um, I, I had this weird dream uh, that I was playing bingo with Simon Cowell. <laughs> i swear to god i've got no idea what that means or where it came from so the night before my wife had run off with big jagger and i was forced to then go i thought there was a connection but then i I, my life had obviously gone into decline and i ended up playing bingo with simon cow go figure wow who won Uh, I, i didn't get that far i didn't get that far i don't the nobody got got to the full house but it was weird. It was like, I remember it now. And I don't really remember my dreams normally, but we were walking along a street with a group of people uh, and Simon Cowell's there. And I was like, what are we doing? And he says, we're going to play bingo. And then we just entered a bingo hall. And that's all I remember. I think this means you should enter this year's Britain's Got Talent doing <laughs> a comedy <laughs> character bingo caller. I could do a Mick Jagger impression. <laughs> Is that what it's telling me? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, try it. A Stones tribute act. Yeah. Oh, you just want to be Keith Richards, don't you? Well, <laughs> I wouldn't mind some of being Keith Richards, but yeah. namely his bank account. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's all I've got for us today. So it's a very short bonus episode, but I just thought those stories were worth putting out there. Um Please, please, please keep your comments coming on social media and feedback. Oh, no, there is one more thing, actually, on the BE case. Blacks and Black Eyed Kids. We did do, and we didn't mention it in our bonus app, which, because I forgot, we did do a little survey on social media about what people thought the Black Eyed Kids were. Oh, so yes. The options we had were um, uh, Demon, Vampire, um, uh, Aliens hoaxes 
Uh, I think there was one more. I can't remember what it was. No, I think it's just those. Uh, and I had a look back at the votes. A couple of people commented that uh, it was a weird thing to do a, a survey on because a lot of people said, well, look, we think they're more than one thing, which is fair enough. That's quite yeah. difficult to do in a in a poll. Um, but uh, Demons came up tops. Mm. Yeah, I I sort of feel the same. But I, t- I tell you what worries me about the term demon is that it has a lot of connotations uh, around sort of religious iconography. Yeah, yeah. Sort of particularly the Catholic yeah. Church. And what... Well, go on, sorry. No, no, what I was going to say was I feel like even if they are... Like, because I think sometimes things pretend to be other things and if if you start saying that they're demons they kind of play up to that is what sort of concerns me i because being a demon means that they come from hell and their boss is beelzebub and all of that whereas i'm not sure it's like that. I sort of think that they're their own evilness <laughs> based on nothing. We've got an episode coming up on EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. Um, and we talked to uh, a kind of expert in that field. But I, 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 we, I was listening back to it as I was putting it together uh, yesterday and he mentioned... Uh, demons and he said he he didn't like the word demons probably for some of the reasons that you're talking about um but then he said you know because most people think of it as a kind of small creature that kind of jumps onto your shoulder and uh, something like that and again i thought Mm. that thought at the time it's like wow it's amazing how these definitions depending on who you are you have a different kind of view of what these things are even if you kind of narrow it down into a section called demons it's kind of yeah yeah well Demons are, I mean, they're a bit of a stalwart now of those ghost hunting shows. So yeah, uh, even in the UK on Most Haunted, um, the recent series that was on Really Channel, they had a demonologist with them. And then uh, a lot of the shows in the States, they come complete with a demonologist. And a lot of, like, uh, Fred Bat was the demonologist on Most Haunted, and he did a lot of incantations in Latin and stuff like that. And that is all completely connected to Catholic Church and that sort of thing. And, and I sort of think that as far as we've come in this quantum mechanics journey and the stuff that I've learned that's opened my eyes to various things i like i say i feel like sometimes some things pretend to be other things and it might be super easy to get a scare or something out of you if if mm. something says oh yeah i'm a i'm a demon yeah and more power maybe yeah because if you were a paranormal entity that resided in like the uae you'd say you were a jinn because mm. that is an Islamic thing. Mm. So it feels like these things very much mould themselves into uh, whichever sort of cultural background exists, exists where they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Fascinating. Well, that that um, that EVP mm. episode will be out very soon. It's really interesting, and there's some. Um, uh, we've got some amazing audio files that uh, our guest has shared with us, which we'll drop into that episode as well. So, check that out. Check out um, the episodes. Well, any of our episodes, but especially the ones we mentioned today: the Weird Science, Time Travel, the Black Eyed Kids, Vardiger and the Banshees, Daz Smith, and look out for the EVP ones. Uh, go and find us on social media. We could do with with more likes and follows when we love hearing from you. Um, and if anyone fancies it, go to Apple Podcasts and write a review and rate us. That would be great as well. Yes, please. And uh, if you have had some sort of premonition dream, do tell us yeah. on the socials because I would love to hear about that. I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. And may doesn't all it also doesn't have to be a dream it could be like for example i don't know if you've ever had this feeling but you're driving along in the car and uh maybe there is a slow car in front of you or there's something to overtake and even though you can see really clearly something inside you says no it's not safe and since we've been doing these podcasts I've listened a lot more to those voices and I find like when I'm driving and uh, particularly like I've mentioned before, we, we have these sort of little tiny country roads around where we live. Um, there's so much of it is done on feelings. Mm. I'm really curious about that. Mm. And, and the reason I say that is because I was driving last night, it was getting to dusk and I was just I was I wasn't doing over the speed limit for any police officers listening <laughs> but I was I was going around one quite fast and I just had this feeling like ah this is this is too this is too much and I slowed right right down and then I got round a bend and there was a horse and uh, like if I'd been going faster it would have been not wow. I don't think I'd have hit it but it would have been more difficult but there was something they just said Ease off. Remember, yeah. remember where you are, and I listen to it. So I'd be really curious if anyone else has had that sort of experience of feeling like something isn't it's about to happen, or is about to happen, and you need to change your behaviour. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you came round the corner and there was Simon Cow with a bag of bingo balls standing in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's eye. <laughs> What's Kelly's eye? Number one, isn't it? There's number one. Yeah. For our listeners is... in the states, listen. What? Uh, look that up. English bingo calling is a whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's a yeah, bit. Odd. I, don't, I don't think they do it in the states, do they? No, they don't do that. Is it called like, Kino in the states as well? I'm not sure. It's called bingo, even. Is it? Oh, maybe, maybe. But I'm sure they don't do like two little ducks. No. All of that. Number ten, Boris's den. Do they do that? Yeah, it's always the current prime minister. Oh, of number course, 10. yeah, number ten down straight. Yeah, I hadn't thought yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, um, we could we could talk about bingo calls and Simon. Yeah, Cowley should we do Day. this off air? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. So, um, uh, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for our um, second stroke third bonus episode, and uh, we will see you very soon. We'll have another episode, a proper episode, out on Monday. So. Uh, Look out for that and we'll see you soon on the quantum mechanics.
like, subscribe, and tell your friends. And review. And review. See you later. Bye. the quantum mechanics.